On today's episode, we discuss some news like how Animal Kingdom will be celebrating Earth Month and the testing of future facial recognition technology to enter the parks. And later, we review our latest experience at Skipper Canteen and our first time trying out the animation experience in Animal Kingdom. This is episode 342 of the Capture the Magic podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? Uh, I'm just dandy. How are you? I'm well. I'm, I'm a little tired. We were we spent we had a day trip to Disney yesterday. Tuesday, yes. And mm-hmm. uh, I was a little tired, but good. It was a long day, but on purpose. We just wanted to do a, a quick day trip, do some Easter things. Yeah, we never did Easter stuff. Although I couldn't. So, boy, that really worked is that I, I, there were no park reservations left for me because originally it was just going to be me and the kids, right? And then Jared's like, "Well, I'll come." I was like, "Let me check to see if you can." And it turned out when I went to go book his park reservation, it was just Hollywood Studios. Oddly, was the only park that was open for to, to take reservations. I was like, "Okay," so I just grabbed it, and yeah. then they were gone. So yeah, so I went to Hollywood Studios in the morning. I rode Rise. Mm-hmm. Got a boarding group, um, and it, the weird, the strange thing was, it was spring break, and it was it was busier, but it wasn't insane. Well, they have the ca- the capacity; it's it's capped for a right. Reason. I know, it, it, but it's just one of those things where it wasn't as bad as I kind of assumed it would be with spring break and stuff like that. But it I was, d- yeah. I do notice that like the walk, like the walkways aren't busier than usual but the rides are yeah for sure yeah Yeah. not a ton but they are busy yeah it was a hard spot whenever i so my plan was i rode rides and got some snacks and i was going to grab a table my whole plan was i can do some work and (laughs) then go live and talk about snacks i could not find a table to sit at or anything i finally found they actually put some tables in grand avenue as you're walking toward um galaxy's edge in those little you know those little i guess storefronts right there on the right side there mm-hmm. they put some tables inside there not standing tables which is actually kind of nice you got it you can have to be tucked away so i actually grabbed one of those um but the normal tables like you've got outside of abc commissary or like over by baseline like those are all full oh, i should have told you and i don't know if you're, you're talking about the same place but the beauty and the beast show mm-hmm. there's tables set up right right outside the stage well like billy madison said i didn't remember to tell you that would have been information now. that had been useful yesterday <laughs> sorry was that billy madison or billy <laughs> billy happy gilmore um no that's um that's wedding planner oh or wedi- i'm sorry wedding singer that's right okay i knew it was adam sandler okay <laughs> yes, it was either way that would have been very useful yesterday well you didn't tell me you had a problem finding a table until after the fact i think i texted you the exact thing i don't remember <laughs> i was dealing with two I know. little ones I know. by myself i know so. i know um yeah so then i hopped over to epcot and then uh we we did some stuff there and then rode test track with the with the little lady again which she wanted to ride again she loved it so she's becoming the little thrill seeker and as for me we started at epcot and the whole goal was to do the extravaganza egg extravaganza 2021 which is the egg hunt Mm -hmm. they do at world showcase we didn't do it last year we didn't do the year before um so we did it this year and we had to do it 
sometime the beginning of this week because starting Friday we're blocked out for two weeks and by the time we're unblocked the the hunt is over yeah so this is our only chance and I was like okay we're gonna do it um but she had fun she finished it she got a she got a little mini mouse egg that she loved and she it opens you know she's like she's like oh it's empty (laughs) I was like you have to put well and the thing with her she loves eggs like eggs eggs that open like she's been obsessed with eggs that open since she was like two yeah so she was she would love that she loved it I mean she definitely she's one of those kids when it has the the you know a scavenger hunt of sorts like she really liked the one that was involved um olaf mm-hmm. she didn't really care for the one that involved the art stuff but it's it, like the figment one yeah, yeah but like buzz that. um or spike spike sorry i call him buzz spike she's was into that and then yep. these she's into so if it's a character that's kind of cartoony like she's uh-huh. into it um so it's probably i would assume most kids are probably like that maybe yeah so. yeah from what i understand so, so it's really cute yeah it's really cute so well, cool. we had fun and we saw where i saw some of the displays um these are displays at beach and yacht club mm-hmm. kind of underwhelming <laughs> not gonna lie yeah it's all o- underwhelming to be honest but well, everything's pared back i know yeah. um and then we we got some easter treats and we did find a nice little dinner spot over at gasparilla island over at grand floridian it was actually a nice little i mean you could see the castle from back there and it was actually kind of quiet and yeah food was it, pretty was decent, nice. so. it was nice nice little, over if you're there. over in that area it's not not a bad spot to just kind of hang out because there weren't many people back there it's like it's on the like actual hotel side yeah yeah and it was in the shade too so it not was. that it was a, not it was like really hot but it was just kind of kind of nice there but, but we had a good day yeah so we'll be doing some more stuff on that but that was kind of our day in a nutshell um yeah. rise is still great there were some elements of rise that weren't quite like the when you're in the um first part where before you get taken over mm-hmm. they had part of the where you couldn't see through the front like blocked off so i don't know if the screen wasn't working or something uh. wasn't working so there were elements that were uh, having written it a few times that weren't working but probably most people they probably couldn't tell so ah, gotcha it's interesting with that ride as it goes on i wonder about that with maintenance and usage and stuff like that but gotcha. uh but yeah so anyway so uh we're not going to talk about our Easter stuff. We're going to talk about some news. And then, uh, so a couple weeks ago, um, we ate at Skip Skipper Canteen. So we're going to talk about that. And then uh, my daughter and myself did the animation experience at Animal Kingdom. So we're going to talk about that as well. But before we do that, we just want to remind you to check out some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. Uh, we have the Capture Magic Universal show, mm-hmm. which will have a new one coming out this following Monday. Yes. Uh, and that's once a month. You can find it on this feed. And it's on its own feed as well. Uh, and then we just talk about Universal Studios, as you might imagine there. We, yes, we will. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, we also have Trip Tales, and that is Jamie's Trip Report show, which is uh, once a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, when's the next one coming out on that one? Uh, it'll be a couple weeks. Okay. Well, the, yep. cur- the most recent one you can find on this feed. Yes. And then if you're a Club 32 member, you get early access to Correct. that show as well. Uh, and then obviously, uh, if you you know want to be a part of Club Thirty Two, we have Distory, which is a Club Thirty Two exclusive show now, where we talk about once a month uh, just a history of Disney, some sort of ride, attraction, land, or really anything. So um, we'll have a new one coming out this month or next month, excuse me, uh, for mm-hmm. Distory. And then of course, if you want to be a part of Club Thirty One, they have Distory. We have uh, we have Cool Kids Kitchen. We have Club Thirty Two Speakeasy. We have Marvel Chat. We have the In Park live streams. Uh, I forget I'm missing discounts something. Discounts on... The discounts. So, apparel discounts for CTM Apparel, you get 20% off. And 
There's probably something else I'm forgetting. I feel like I'm forgetting something <laughs> else. But anyways, uh, all that stuff. That. Yeah. Anyway, you go to ctmvip.com and you can join there. There's even a free week's trial if you want to just try it out and see. Like, for instance, if you know we're going to the parks, you want to try it and see what they're like. Mm-hmm. You can test it out for a week and see if it's for you. And there is a private podcast feed. And Jared has put all of the That's music right. the music loops from, like, the parks on it. Yeah, I need to update it with the new Epcot one. Because Epcot has yeah. a new loop. Yes, yeah. they have a new one. Uh, but my favorite one is Listen to Tomorrowland one. Yeah, we put those on there. And then all of this show, like the, the Club 32 exclusive shows, they have they go on that that podcast feed, Marvel Chats, all that stuff like that. So it's a, it's a nice little resource to use there. Well, and also with Club 32, uh, if you're watching right now, we or listening, maybe it sounds better, we upgraded mics due to Club 32. So the Club 32 members, thank you for being a part of that because it allows us to upgrade studio equipment and hopefully continue to improve the sound of everything on the show. So again, Yay. go to ctmvip.com to check that out. And of course, we would be remiss if we didn't mention our great travel agency sponsor, Zippity Doodah Travel. So if you're looking to go to Disney or Universal, head over to travelwithzip.com and there's a quick form there you can fill out, tell them what you tell them what you want to do, where you want to go, what details you do know, and they will get you hooked up with an agent to help you plan a great trip. And the thing you have to remember too is you don't have to pay for this. So mm-hmm. Disney, Universal, anything like that, they'll help you plan the trip. Disney uh, and Universal cover commissions on that. So basically you're just giving somebody to help you plan a trip for free and uh, you get to have a much easier and better trip because of it. So yeah. it's kind of a win-win there. So uh, again, go to travelwithzip.com and uh, you can tell them we sent you, but they'll know because they will know. They'll just know, but you can tell them though. So <laughs> anyways, go check them out. So, all right, well, let's get to the news. Uh, first okay. one we have up is about Brightline Train uh, is not going to connect to Disney World for a while, which is important given Disney's previous announcement that the... Uh, Magical Express is going to be discontinued at the end of the year. Yeah. So basically, okay, like Jared mentioned, Magical Express is going away end of 2021. And I think everybody kind of hoped that the Brightline train, the high-speed train that was coming in, was going to be able to accommodate people from like Disney Springs to the the resort hotels. However, um, in a report yesterday, uh, or a couple days ago, Brightline isn't expected to connect to Walt Disney World until late 2026. Uh, the Miami-based rail company expects to reach completion of the route from West Palm Beach to Orlando International Airport by December 2022. Um, in addition to the Orlando ro- uh, route, 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 Brightline is working on an extension to Tampa, including a roughly 17-mile route to Disney Springs Shopping and Entertainment District. However, in the latest report, the route to Disney from Orlando International Airport will cost one point. $03 billion to $2.1 billion, depending on which alignment is selected. And now the company hopes to start service on the segment as early as third quarter 2026. That's not so, quite at the end of 2021. Right. And so we were actually talking about this earlier today. And, you know, with the announcement that Disney is no longer instituting this, I would say this version of Magical Express, and it seems like it's going to be a couple years before the Brightline train is available. Would Disney do like a new version of Magical Express, but just have in how like in house cast members driving the buses and doing the luggage? Like, would they have that rather than losing third third party? Yeah, I, I know you and I talked about this before yeah. even today. I feel like they would. It, it'd be probably cheaper. It depends on what they were paying mirrors. And I'm wondering if part of this is mirrors, which is they kind of figured they kind of could 
have a negotiating leverage here and trying to get more money. Um, or it's either that Disney's either going to introduce something like that with a potentially introduce it as paid though. I could see that happening. Like a t- like add on to your package, yes, vacation package, and thing. it could be a small fee, like five dollars yeah. per person type thing. I yeah. could see that happening. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Part of me just feels like it's. I don't see them. Not that I don't see them. I would be surprised if they just ended it and just had no other things. They just said, "Nah, get there yourself." See, for the for the average, I would say the average couple that was coming to Disney World, they can just take a lift. They can just you know grab some like ride sharing company and do it that right. way if you're coming with a family coming with a lot of people and you have young children that need like car seats and stuff yeah that's a logistic to figure out that's just a headache which is mostly disney's audience yeah, yeah. so it's like i feel like disney's got to come up with a solution to fill that couple year gap well they could also you know? just endorse and say a specific shuttle service is their preferred choice they could do that. They could yeah. do that, they and could they could offer that. some sort of discount. I, there's there's different ways they could do it. I mean, they could have their own drivers, but again, that's another expense. And they'd have to have their own buses. So I don't know if Disney wants to do that. And the or, you know the easiest route they could do is just simply say, you know, hey, Bob's shuttle service is Disney's choice shuttle service, and yeah, um, if you're booking a Disney vacation, it's five dollars per person, or figure out you know your own way to get there. I don't know. I mean, you know, again, I still find it hard to, I don't know. I just don't know if I'm just going to buy yet that they're just going to cut it off. But again, I would figure they would have announced something at this point. So I know, right. We're what? Nine months away. Yeah. Well, you would assume they would announce it at the time. They, you know, they end one and start another one too. Right. So yeah, maybe they do. I don't know. We don't know. We'll wait and see, I suppose. I don't know. So. I never know what's going on. I uh, know. So, so um, <laughs> our next piece of news here is uh, some more details about the changes that are coming to Jungle Cruise. Yeah, so it's not much more information that we had from a previous article that came out in Disney Parks blog. But they did, they did give more information about some of the characters in the backstory. So... It says, if you're, this is from Disney Parks blog, it says, if you're looking to dive deeper, we're also expanding the attraction's backstory centered around Alberta Falls, which is the granddaughter of world-renowned Dr. Albert Falls as the proprietor of the Jungle Navigation Company Limited. Um, you might be familiar with her name, however, wouldn't you know it? We recently uncovered a copy of an interview with Alberta Falls that was featured in a 1938 issue of the Daily News that's G-N-U-S, about her and her, her and the world-famous Jungle Cruise. And in the article, there's a lot of information about her, but that's just an extra little yeah. fun thing. I feel like they'll kind of do, do this playing up until the re- like the li- little snippets here and there. I'm wondering if she'll replace Trader Sam. It's possible. I kind of wondered if Trader yeah. Sam was going to go away. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if if, if she was going to be re- replacing him. Not at all. So I mean, anyway. not that I don't enjoy people <laughs> who take other people's heads a lot, but you know, I could see that being one that would not make the cut. Yeah, I, that's actually not a pun there. I just meant that as like a thing. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> wow, <laughs> didn't really mean it that wow. way. Wow, I'm okay. actu- I'm actually and just a just one last thing I was going to say is I'm actually really excited for the changes to Jungle Cruise because. We just went on it recently, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I like the jokes. I like it and everything, but it could use some sprucing. 
It could. I mean, it's one that I enjoy, but I wouldn't say it's like my favorite ride by any means. It's one that we'll go a few times, and we if we don't ride it a few times, it doesn't. I don't know. I'm okay with that. So, I mean, obviously the jokes and the cast members are good, but it's just yeah. So I think a little little sprucing up, like you said, could (laughs) do it some good. So, um, all right. Next story we have is uh, Earth Month celebrations that are coming to Animal Kingdom in April. Yeah, so it says, as we head into Earth Month, and this is Disney Parks blog again, it's a great time to reflect on our personal relationship with a beautiful planet and how we can care for the world. Okay. Um, From April 18th to the 24th, Disney's Animal Kingdom will host limited time experiences, including unique Disney character appearances, fun learning opportunities, specialty merchandise, themed food and beverage, a new wilderness explorer activity, and more. And then the article goes into a little bit more detail about what you can find. Uh, says the animation experience at Conservation Station shows how Disney artists bring favorite characters to life. Uh, for Earth Day, you can learn to draw characters like Dumbo, Turk, Squirt, Shere Khan, Simba, and Scar. Uh, catch a glimpse of some special characters who will join other fav- favorite Disney pals on Disney Dis- River character cruises. Uh, see Nosh around the park on Earth Day eats, including. Specialty cupcakes, honeybee cupcake, um, the strawberry flavored flamingo cupcake, the sea turtle graham cracker cupcake, and that's Jeff. Yeah, that's available for a limited time. Uh, you can set on a series of self-guided nature-themed challenges and earn a special wilderness explorer limited time Earth Day nature badge. Hunt for an Earth Day 2021 limited edition Tafiti Moana trading pin. You can also support the Disney Conservation Fund by purchasing a cuddly plush inspired by species that call Disney's Animal Kingdom home. Um, look at the, the, the uh, animals, color safaris, photo pass service, captures magical moments. They'll have those. Beginning April 2nd, you can watch as artisans transform 40 tons of sand into a detailed sculpture celebrating National Geographic Secrets of the Whales. And that's uh, debuting on April. Let's see, April 30th is when it's coming. That's basically probably where Rhea sand sculpture is now. I'm going to assume that I can have <laughs> okay. more than one sand sculpture, but that would be my guess. There you go. Um, so that's basically it. And there's a couple of things that are debuting on Disney Plus that you can watch um, involving animals. So not a ton of different things, but enough to to kind of grab your attention. I'd be into that bee cupcake. It looks cute. I mean, all the cupcakes look cool. <laughs> You're like, do they do they taste? Well, good? okay, we tried the um, what was that one called? The bunny one this weekend or yesterday? Easter Easter egg hunt yeah. bunny. Super cute, and it wasn't bad. It was a pump. It was a it was a um, it was carrot cake. Carrot cake, cupcake. which carrot cake's really good, but carrot cake's really really good with uh, cream cheese frosting. And it didn't have that. Well, this one didn't have it because they tried to remake like grass, and you really can't do that with cream cheese frosting. And I get it. So. Many times with the cupcakes, they're definitely what we call for. They're definitely for the for the gram. They're trying <laughs> yes. to make them look a certain way. But again, it wasn't as bad. It's just so. But some are better than others, for True. sure. So true. Uh, all right. Uh, next story we've got is Magic Mobile Pass has popped up on my Disney Experience, which we talked about last week. Which is a new option coming soon. Yeah. So I okay. So apparently this has appeared on some people's um, My Disney Experience accounts where you can actually go and click on like the access button. I don't have that. Like I looked on mine and I don't have the ability to do that yet. So 
I'm just kind of referring to what they say in this article. Um, and it tells you exactly how to set it up with your wallet and different pictures. You can see like uh, in the article that Jared is looking at right now. Um, you can choose like ear hat, mini ear hat, Mickey pass holder picture, the castle, different kind of themed lands, like et cetera, et cetera. So I'll post this link in the article so you guys can read if you're interested in how it's going to work. Um, but it's just kind of walks you through the steps on how to set it up. So yeah. you can charge things, you can get into the park and what, what will appear when you, when you access it on your phone. I could also see them in, in the future. Cause these, if you know how the wallet stuff works in, in, uh, especially iPhones, I could see them also being like, Oh, you can get a Marvel themed one for like $5 or something. Yeah, they're going to add. Oh, I can see it. I mean, this one, you know, obviously they've got them based the off the park right now. The Epcot one is good. But the Epcot one, it's they so may retro. Not, now they may not, but I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I can see them doing something like that. So, yeah. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that and see if that starts popping up. So once it once we're able to do that, we'll we'll report back, let you know how it works. And Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I meant us. Oh, in, yes, we uh, will. I wasn't going to report back to you. Well, that's you what it makes it sound like. You'd more like, likely be with me. Probably. That'd be kind of weird. Maybe. <laughs> okay like jamie i'm reporting to you now <laughs> listen um all right well that's all the major ones we've got here we've got some news bits mm -hmm. as uh, jamie likes to say um there's a new florida license plate inspired by the 50th anniversary and it will be sold uh it's the first disney world specialty license plate ever ever and it will be start manufacturing plates once 3,000 have been pre-ordered so yeah, I'm they have to. That's already happened. I probably if once they hit that threshold, then they can start making them. Otherwise, they wouldn't. I think it's like twenty five bucks. I feel like that's a that's a very low threshold. Do you want one? I don't know. License plates are. I've never really been big <laughs> on like like specialty plates. I, there's never been something I've done. Do you like bumper stickers? You don't like bumper I stickers. I don't like bumper stickers. I don't really either. Yeah. Yeah. Like I kind of rather have a license plate that blends in. I okay. Like, I don't want to stand out. I don't want people to be like, there goes Jared and his plate that says <laughs> J-Man or something. I go, like those people that always have those. And I'm like, why did you get that? <laughs> Some people like specialty license plates. I understand it's not for you, sir. I understand. I, hey, you know what? Plenty of people that like it. Yeah. Like, it was just funny. You'd see some that was just, especially guys. It does look pretty cool though. So it's if, a cool if you live one. in Florida and you, and you like the 50th anniversary design logo that they've been kind of putting out there, that's basically what it is. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, also facial recognition entry testing has now started at Magic Kingdom. I'm not surprised by this. And I think I mentioned this to you in private like way ago whenever Disney reopened, they got rid of the finger thing. The finger Which, by the uh -huh. way, Universal still does. They just wipe it off after everybody, each time people use it. Oh, they do. But you knew disney was so probably more than likely there's a lot of people that have been using other people's annual passes at disney lately do you think i'm going to assume <laughs> that that was one of the first things that happened because yeah. especially with them not selling new annual passes right so this is disney's way of if they're not going to do the touch stuff because of COVID or whatever or maybe it just was inefficient facial recognition was going to be those things that was just going to something else was going to take its place so yeah um, not too surprised to hear about that. But, but I, I think they yeah. do this at Disneyland, though, don't they? Um, I want to say yes. I think, I think I'd they heard already that they do. This. do so. But it's, it's pretty easy. You're, you can opt out right now since they're just testing. So if you don't want to do it, that's totally fine. But you just go up to the touch point. You touch your band, and then you just look at the screen. 
You're supposed to keep your face mask on, but you can take off your glasses and your hat. Um, and it'll just scan, and then you then you go in. Yeah. It's very it's very simple. It doesn't take a lot of time, but that's what they're testing. So Right. Uh, and then on Tuesday, uh, Jamie, yeah. Jamie right next to me here, she saw harmonious testing of multicolored lights and fountains yeah. on the I, I did see the lights. Yeah, they were like, I, I, all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, that's that's new. Um, baby Thor and her daughter were hanging on the little fence thing between like right where you're Norway like mm-hmm. frozen and I was like oh that's cool so um it wasn't super bright and but the fountains were on on one of the barges so okay I don't know and a third one did pop up this week so <laughs> it's getting real crowded in there yeah it definitely looks it looks like stargates happening in there. <laughs> yeah it does. pretty sure that's what's going on um uh, also main street confectionery is closing next week for a lengthy refurbishment so this, yeah, so this is weird. So they're moving all of the treats, sweets, everything from that shop into Main Street Cinema, which is recent. I think I think it's reopened now because they had to change some things to mm-hmm. accommodate those sweets. And all of the art, like Art of Disney stuff, has moved into Bonjour Village Gifts, which is the one right by Gaston. Yeah. So they're just shifting everything because you got to keep the, the sweets on Main Street. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing is that's probably a big selling point is the sweets on Main <laughs> yeah. Street. Yeah, you got to have your confectionery stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, uh, and also uh, something to note if you're going to Disney soon, the pools are definitely getting busier at Disney because things in yeah. general are just getting busier at Disney. So, uh, just today, um, I'll give a I'll give a shout out to um, uh, Shannon from WWD prep she she tweeted it is a picture of the dig site pool and it was a, a little um where's the dig site pool sorry dig site pool is at Coronado springs and it's the main pool and apparently what they're doing is they're not even letting you wait in line so you go up to the to the to the pool and if it's at capacity they take your number and they'll text you when you can come back sometimes it can be a couple hours sometimes it could be 30 minutes you don't know so yeah. that's that's a reality of what's happening since it's getting warmer. More people are returning to Disney. We kind of figured this was going to happen. You know, there are more than one pool at each resort, usually. Yeah, usually. So you can go to a different one. But the main feature pools are seeing that. And I also, when I went to Beach and Yacht Club yesterday, I kind of walked around the outside. I didn't go, like, on the path, but I just kind of walked on the outside by Beaches and Cream around to the entrance of the Yacht Club. And I saw where they're letting people into the pool. There's only one entry point, and there's a whole bunch of exits. Yeah. So just one entry. And there were probably 30, 40 people waiting to get into the pool because it was at capacity. And I was like, oh, yeah. crap. It was at 3.32, so it was like prime swim time. Yeah. So. I mean, it's definitely a different scenario versus when it, Disney reopened last year because that was never an issue with the pools then. But I imagine this year will be. Which is going to get into a conversation about when – and if does Disney relax, like obviously the, I think the distancing mm. is coming from six to, I mean, we've already seen that being talked about in a lot of places, six feet to three feet. Does that also then increase capacity? You know, all these things that, yeah. you know, it's moving in that direction. So we'll see how that I plays. don't know if they will. I mean, they do have other pools available, so they're not giving you zero pool access, just not the feature pool. If you have to wait. Um, the thing is though, it's like with universal. I mean, if you stay on universal property, you can go to any pool. Disney, you can't. Um, you're very, you're limited. You can't pull hop at Disney. 
It depends. It depends. I don't know if they've changed that now, but sometimes, sometimes you can, depending on what the pool is. Like some DVC members, if you're seeing in DVC, right. you can pull Well, okay, there. outside of DVC. I yeah. Mean. But yeah, you're supposed to stick with your own resort yeah. pool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if it, if it was an option, if there was a pool that wasn't... But, it, but granted, Disney resorts are way spread out, so I don't see them yeah. doing that. So yeah. Just but, something um, to keep Yeah, if you're, if you're going in the next couple of weeks, especially during spring break time... Either get there early or you might be waiting. Yeah. Especially at Beach and Yacht Club. That's that's the big one. That's, that's the big the, Kuna. Yeah, that's the that's well that pool is is one of the later ones that'll roll back up too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And having gone to it last year, it's a very cool pool. Very cool. Very cool. So I get why it has a big weight. So and it, I wonder if they know. And it was it was bumping. It was there were a lot of people there and it, they were having tons of fun. I'm sure. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to put a time limit though on people. If they got a waiting list, are they going to make people like you get an hour or something I, like that? I don't think so. I think once you're in, you can stay as long as you want. That's interesting. Okay. I don't know how they would regulate that. I don't that. know how they would regulate it at I all. I mean, you have to scan your band when you come in. They scan your band to make sure you're a guest. Right. So, you can't even go in unless you're a guest. Yeah. I don't know. So. We'll see. Well, before we go any further, uh, if you enjoy Fantastic Coffee, as many many people do, many Club 32ers do, and our listeners, and, and Jamie even here, enjoy mm-hmm. some Fantastic Coffee, uh, then you should check out Expedition Roasters and go to ctmexpedition.com. And if you use that link, it will automatically give you 15% off your entire order. So you don't have to remember any promo codes or anything like that. Just bookmark ctmexpedition.com. And then every time you go there, when you go to checkout, you'll get that 15% off every single time. Uh, and you can get the new Beans from Space blend, which is the new peanut butter cup blend, mm-hmm. which is is, is cracked into my top three. It's one of my favorites. It's actually okay. really good. I think the peanut butter flavor comes out a little bit more when it's cold. Oh, okay. I've been doing it iced, and it comes. Out, it has a little bit of that flavor that comes, <coughs> excuse me, that comes out. But the good thing is, if you are allergic to peanut butter like Jamie, you can still have it because it's it's uh, it's, it's allergen free. Yeah, that mm-hmm. word there. Uh, and, of course, I've got all the great flavors you come to know and love. Uh, and there's a couple more flavor releases that are going to be out that will be announced on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got some new stuff coming. But, again, uh, ctmexpedition.com, and that gives you 15% off. And, again, the check the discount will show up at checkout. It won't show up when you're looking around, but when you go to checkout screen, you'll see it and automatically apply. It's like magic and just works. So <sighs> just and go check them out. Again, ctmexpedition.com. So. All right. Well, we have uh, we got a poll time. Would from, you have a poll time from Jamie? What's your poll? Thank you to Dixie for the recommendation of this idea, and it was a good idea. I want to know what kind of unpacker are you? You didn't sing. It's poll time. I'm so sorry. There would have been people that. I'm so sorry. There would have been angry emails. You're right. It is poll time. <laughs> poll time. <laughs> so I asked. Because <laughs> capture the magic community members, what kind of unpacker are you? And I got some pretty even answers. Not a lot of like really not a, not a hot topic button. No, issue. just kind of like everybody's different. <laughs> I think. Um, so thirty one percent said depends on how long the trip is. Longer trips I unpack. Shorter trips I don't. Fair enough. Twenty four percent unpack completely in drawers and hang up everything, no matter what. Uh, 23.6%, almost 24%. Some unpacking, but not everything. Okay. And then 20%, leave everything in the suitcase and don't unpack at all. That's a me. <laughs> That's usually me. <laughs> I was telling you, we were talking about this. I think the only time I've ever fully unpacked would have been when we went back in like 2017, we say for two weeks. 
That's the only time. That's the only time I've actually ever unpacked. Other than that, I just, yeah, it just stays in the suitcase. We do a lot of short trips too. So to us, it's just not, you know. You got to put back all the stroller anyways. It's true. So I don't like, and taking it out and putting it back in, I guess it's just the the lazy part of me (laughs) coming out like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's an extra step. Yeah. It is. It is an extra step. So I'd rather not do the extra step. Anyway, so thank you, everybody, for participating in this week's poll. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to talk about uh, we ate at Skipper Canteens, and then we'll talk pr- real quickly about the animation experience over at Animal Kingdom. Okay. So you want to talk about Skipper Canteens? Yes, Canteen. Canteen, sorry. Just one. Just one Canteen. There's not two in I'm there. I'm assuming they're going to have more. <laughs> yeah. um, so we got to the restaurant. It was it was We had a reservation for about five. 30 park closed at seven so well, we should note this is in magic or magic kingdom yes and this is like the jungle cruise themed restaurant yes sorry i should have mentioned that it's kind of not right across but it's kind of it's like catty corner a little to catty it corner, in yeah. adventure land it's not far i mean you could throw a baseball from jungle cruise to the restaurant yes you could um so yeah it was about 5 30 i think it was our reservation and we were seated right away we walked up and they're like are you guys ready i'm like uh our party's not here yet. <laughs> they let us sit down anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of interesting. So they took out some tables. They don't not seating like they were before. And again, it's been what four years since we ate there. So I said, we ate there in twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's been four years, and we kind of wanted to revisit it because, it, like I said, it had been a while, and it was a lot less noisy. Right. Yeah. And that was nice because I remember being very loud last time. And I was we like, We were also Ooh. in the, so the first time we ate there, we were kind of the main dining room. We yeah. were in like a little bit of a, I think they called it the West Wing or something. We were in they a different. They called it the West Wing. I, I can't remember what he said exactly, yeah. but it was a, it was off to the side and a little bit quieter area yeah too. if you go if you've been in the restaurant you go in to the main area and you go all the way back and then you go to like the the farthest room back there yeah that was us and i think it was the kids room because there were a lot of little kids and babies in there, there were <laughs> that's fine yeah. <laughs> um so we sat in the back room and um basically we had eaten a lot of food and had a lot of drink at flower and garden that that day so we weren't terribly hungry going in right which is fine um so we decided to do basically mostly appetizers and share an entree mm-hmm. and that worked out really well yeah um but our server do you remember our server's name i don't i'm bad with names though zeta that's right i knew it was a z but zeta. i could okay, zeta. it was a unique name and i don't i cannot tell you exactly where she was from but she was uh she was, cool. she was very nice <laughs> she was cute um so do you remember what we got well, I remember the appetizer we got, which was um, recommended to us by numerous people, was the Brazilian cheese bread, because this is Jamie's favorite. Pau de queijo, yes. Yeah, this is from uh, Food Wine Favorite. Yes. Not on the menu, technically, but it is available. You just have to know to ask we for it. We ordered off menu. <laughs> we did. Um, this is probably the best cheese bread I've ever had. The cheese bread itself was great, and the yeah. sauce that came with it was... Like, I've always said so the good. cheese bread that's at food and wine it needs a dipping sauce because i just i also like dipping sauces this sauce that came with it it was amazing like this was yeah. excellent yeah i kind of wish i would have got my own of these i could yeah. eat the whole thing <laughs> could eat the whole it thing. was good it was really yeah. good i honestly do think it was better than food and wine cheese bread that, that's what i said yeah. that's what i said and i would definitely i would definitely get it again and you know how i like my cheese bread and i get it like anytime it can get it and even if i don't eat the ones i make 
but whatever. I eat those. That's fine. Ugh, that would turn out terribly. Oh, um, you mean the ones we tried to make? The yeah, one yeah, I yeah. Tried to make. Sorry, yeah. you had just bought some the other day. <laughs> no, yes, the ones we tried to make for Club Thirty Two did not turn out very well. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What was wrong with it? Was um, a different, it was the wrong flour, right? It was the wrong flour. Yeah, that's right. Don't use coconut, coconut flour. flour to replace. What, 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 I can't remember. I don't remember the flour you're supposed to get, but coconut flour was not the replacement <laughs> it was for not that. Not good. Because um, apparently coconut flour just soaks up all the moisture. Yeah. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we also got pork skewers for an appetizer, mm-hmm. and also not on the menu. <laughs> yes. So we just completely ordered off menu. Those are pretty good. They were good. good. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't mind those. Lots. I mean, it was. It wasn't a ton of food. I mean, like you know. It was it was it was meat, of course. Jared likes it. Well, it, it was flavorful. <laughs> it was it wasn't super dry. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I know. I in my opinion, even though it was meat, I felt like the the cheese bread was a better appetizer. Yeah, personally, like I could sure. Yeah, and then we also got the cachapas, cachapas. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly right, but um, it's like corn cakes. With pork, rosa corn, salsa, and avocado cream. Yes. These were very good. They were very good. These were very good. I didn't think they would be that good, but these they were, were very good. good. Very flavorful. I would get these again. Um, a couple of people told me to actually get these before we left. And I was like, I got to get these. $13, and it was filling. Yeah, you I know. Felt, I feel like most of the on or the appetizers were actually pretty filling. Like, yeah. how much was the cheese bread? Was it thirteen as well? Or is it? I can't remember because it wasn't on the menu, so I didn't see the thirteen bill. or fourteen. Anyways, yeah. um, I mean the cheese bread itself. Now, normally, obviously, if we're talking meals, I would say have a protein source with your meal as well. But if you wanted to make the cheese bread a meal, you could. It was. It was. It would have been enough there to be good for that. But yeah, um, yeah, and I will say, um, just spoiler alert: appetizers shined at they Skipper did. Canteen. They did. We would just have a meal of appetizers. Entrees, did. not so much. Okay, so we got the Taste Like Chicken, because it is, which is Christie's fried chicken with sweet chili glaze, stir-fried vegetables, and seasoned rice. Um, It was okay. It was dry. It was very dry. And the thing you don't want dry. with chicken is dry chicken is not good. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, especially having had fried chicken at like homecoming places like that where they do fried chicken very well um yeah this wasn't the best fried chicken it could have been uh, either a bad night it could have been maybe that's not the dish to get there i mean yeah. you wouldn't think you find a lot of these restaurants is they do some dishes better than others but um yeah fried chicken wasn't the best yeah it was it was lacking and and I, I, maybe it was just just an off night it could have been um but, but um yeah it was dry chicken's hard to it's one of those things like I'm used to dry chicken just from <laughs> I've eaten a lot of it in my life, but it's one of those things you kind of kind of like it takes an effort to get it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I mean, if you know, it, well, with the table we had, there's one, two, three, four adults, and then you know our daughter doesn't eat anything, but our uh, our uh, our toddler, baby Thor, he ate food too. So between the four adults and one kid, we had three appetizers four appetizers and two entrees is that right yes okay and with all that together plenty of food oh yeah plenty of food yeah so um i like this place i liked it a lot i like the server i like the i like the atmosphere i liked the (laughs) the appetizers the entrees 
not so much this time. But um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was great. I mean, atmosphere wise, in it's a it's an original place. Mm-hmm. It's unique. Like it is the atmosphere is you know that's one of those places like atmosphere. You probably give it like an an eight or a nine just because it's so unique. Oh yeah, especially if you like Jungle Cruise. Um, you know, we do need to go back and try more entrees, perhaps. Yeah. But I would say from like our experience here, like you're not going to go wrong with appetizers here. Right. Even if you went to this place just have appetizers and some drinks, you'd have a really good time. Did you? Oh, did you get a? Did you get a beer? I did not. Oh, okay, I no. didn't either. I was parched and just wanted water. Yes. That day, because it was, I believe it was hot that day. I don't remember. Anyway, we were at Flower Garden <laughs> all day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, we, I, I don't want to judge the entire menu because we only had one entree. Um, and it's been too long since 2017 to remember exactly yeah. how it was. I, I remember, I think, liking it in 2017, but I don't, mm-hmm. I, but at that point, we didn't have the podcast and I wasn't really critiquing food. Right. So <laughs> That's true. we didn't have <laughs> my defense. Um, but yeah, for sure. Entree art, excuse me, uh, appetizers. Like, it was yeah. Great. Cheese bread. Fantastic. The chicapas. Cachapas. Cachapas. Um, were also excellent. So, yep. um, yeah, definitely recommend those. But what would you get? I mean, on our, based on our experience, based. what would you give it on like one to 10? Mm-hmm. And just obviously we're not judging the other entrees, but what we had and everything like that. Based on our experience with, you know, being able to be seated right away, our our server, oh, she did forget Thor's milk. Remember? I had to remind she her. She kind of forgot a couple things a few times. Yeah. Um, had to remind her a few things. She was very nice. She was very, very she nice. Just, she just kind of a little But flighty. I think they were over, there. They, she probably had multiple tables in that area too. But yeah. I think it took her a little bit. One of the people was, had ordered a beer, and it took a little bit yeah. for her to get it. So, whether that's her fault or not, I don't know. But, um, and then the, the food, obviously, you know, it was almost great. It was almost amazing. <laughs> um, so I'd say, I don't know. I give it, I give it an eight. Yeah, I would say seven or eight. It is a very unique place. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the few table service restaurants at Magic Kingdom, right? And that does give it a little bit of a, a higher grade. Um. I would probably lean toward a seven just based off the okay. entree. Okay. But if there's other entrees that would obviously we need to go back and try, um, I'd probably get closer to an eight. Okay. But yeah. All in all, it was okay. fine. It was a good time. It was fine. Yeah. Just okay. chicken a little dry. That's right. But. We're going to talk about the Eatman animation experience now. Yeah. And, it's, and I was going to say similar note, but it's not a similar note. So oh. um, this, this is, is going to be all you because I didn't yeah, do Well, this, this is so. over at Animal Kingdom. So this is a new, not really new, but they have an animation experience over there. Um, this one's based off of Raya. So to do this, it's at Rafiki's uh, Planet, Planet Watch. Watch. So you got to take the train over there, which actually I'd never taken the train. It, or if I did, it'd been a very long time. So this day was my daughter and I. They just We went to Animal Kingdom. We had a kind of daddy-daughter day. Um, so we rode the train over there, which she really liked. Yeah, so you get there. And it's a little bit of a walk. Um, there's a difference. I'd ask the cast member. They just told you which way to go. And then there's a building. It's right next to the petting there's a little petting zoo area there. So you walk into the building. Was it open? Yeah, the petting zoo was open. Okay, good. Yeah. So um, so you walk into the building, and then you'll s- you will you see all the signage for the animation experience. And you walk up there, and they do it in intervals, I believe, every 30 minutes or so. Okay. Um, so they'll say that's what you want to do, and then they'll hand you a big old clipboard with um, a pre-drawn like little circle thing and a pencil. So we obviously got two of those, and you wait. So we probably waited, I don't know, 10 minutes for the ending of the show and then once that show's done they bring you in and set you down 
And then uh, basically an animator just walks you through drawing a character. This one was based off of the, this was right before Raya actually came out on in theaters or in Disney plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the day before, like right the day before. Mm-hmm. So they walk you through like what the character is, what it's based around. Um, there's a little video that played that had mm-hmm. some of the people from the movie in there. And then they basically just walk you through like, and, and they draw with you like here's, and they've got it, you know, they've got a camera over there drawing thing. And so it shows it on the big screen of kind of how to draw it. And uh, so for our daughter, I was, it got right away. I was like, she's not going to like this. When the, uh, one of the girls came up and just gave her coloring page and crayons. <laughs> so I was Here. Like, Thank you. But our daughter being insanely quick to color was done within like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So she got bored because it, I mean, it, 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 for little kids, it is very boring. And I had, I had tried to get feelers out for if she, if this was age appropriate for her yeah. and I got mixed. Some people said our, our kids loved it. You know, they're four or five. Our kids, oh, they wouldn't sit through that. So I was like, oh, we'll just try it. It just depends. I mean, it's one of those things where you might be, are you going to take your kids be armed with maybe your own coloring stuff yeah. and yeah. drawing things? I mean, if yeah. she had enough stuff to draw on the color the whole time, she'd been fine. So you didn't say who you drew. Well, I was getting ready to say oh. who I drew. You didn't let me finish. Sorry. Sorry. Um, it was Tuck Tuck. So he's like a, um, I forget they described him. He's like a, he's a combo of like three different animals. They were kind of explain the origins of him. I have not seen the movie. We have uh, not seen the movie. I haven't so either. I only I know this based off of just what the animator was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, walked you through drawing him and things like that. So it was, I mean, from someone like I've always enjoyed drawing and like mm-hmm. that stuff since I was a kid. Obviously, I think our daughters picked up that side of that stuff too. Um, I feel like I did pretty well. And, and mine and it was inter- I enjoyed it a lot it was kind of our daughter got really bored and then halfway through she was getting I love her but she was getting kind of whiny she wanted to oh, go oh. <laughs> a four-year-old whiny no way I know and um but it's a really cool experience what's interesting there's a lot of people that go through it over and over again yeah like multiple times which makes sense if you really want to be an animator it's basically it's it's like a free not really free you got to pay to get into the park but yeah yeah, so i mean you could just practice and i mean and these are guys and i don't know at what level but they are legitimate like disney animators yeah so that's cool it was really cool like and they kind of talk about spacing and balancing and shading and how they do some of that stuff like so it was really cool to watch kind of like a bob ross thing like watch them take nothing and turning into something but um yeah i thought i thought it was a good time it is one of those things you gotta go a little bit out of your way to do it so Rafiki's Planet Watch is sandwiched between the exit of uh, the Safari, Kilimanjaro Safari, and Harami Market. Yeah. So it's way back in the back. How much time did it take from the time you... Yeah. When we did it, so there was no wait when we did it to get on the train, go over there. But you went first thing. First thing in the morning. By yeah. the time we got back, because you had come to the park at that point, um, there was a line, a quite a big line to I get on the train. I think it was a 30 minute wait yeah. to get so, on the train. You're going to have to very least dedicate... If you get there first thing in the morning, you're going to dedicate about an hour. Okay. Get over there, walk there, do it, get back. I'd, I'd say an hour would be safe. So the the whole animation experience part, like the whole drawing, how long did that it's about take? about 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. It's a decent amount of time. I okay. think it may be air closer to the 20-minute mark, but... Um, All right. But yeah, so I mean, it's a little bit of a trek to get over there. So you have to go want to do it. You don't just walk by and be like, oh, mm-hmm. let's do this. So... Yeah. Um, but if you enjoy drawing or your kids enjoy drawing it'd be a it's a really cool experience um the animators didn't really take questions that much but they would i mean you could ask them stuff if you really wanted to and they probably would have talked to you a little bit because they seemed very yeah. like open to that okay um yeah i it was again not everybody's gonna like this a lot of people are gonna think it's really boring but if you if you like drawing if you like artwork if you're just curious about how they draw characters then it's it's pretty cool 
okay. that aspect. So, and it's free. Yeah, so. that's true. It is free. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. I don't think our daughter would do it again, but. Well, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got to experience yeah, it. And the thing that she colored was Tuck Tuck is what you're drawing. Oh, okay. They give you the, and they gave her crayons too. So, okay. um, now I don't know if they do with all the kids. I just know the girl walked up. They probably do. Yeah. I'm assuming she saw our daughter being a little like, because right off the bat she was like, because she had started drawing on hers and Aww. she probably saw right away that she didn't, wasn't really going to be into it. Right. And like, uh, I can't do this. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm assuming they probably do that all the time. Yeah. I don't know that for certain. Okay. So cool. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, that's everything for the show. Great. Anything else you want to add? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Well, I do want to mention uh, the people mover shirt is uh, available now. So, it's uh, if you go to cteamshirts.com, you can check that out. I did add the color pink to not only the People's Mover shirt, but the Lost Princess shirt and a couple other styles. I'm adding that in there because uh, Jamie the other day was like, you know what, I want to try the Lost Princess shirt in pink, and I was like, okay, so we did I it. Wore that two days. And ago. then it looked really good, and that you know some people ask about it, so we're put it in the shop now. Uh, and I'm also bringing back. Uh, they should be hopefully all back on the site this week, but some of the old designs. Uh, the screens were in Missouri, and I finally got them back. After a year. Yay. Actually, more like a year and a few oh, months. But, okay. Um, so, like, the, the Disney elements, uh, like Whip It Good, um, Doom Buggy Society, some of those. Uh, those are going to be back in the shop in multiple styles and more colors than original as well. So, got some more stuff on that end and all that stuff. So, again, go to ctmshirts.com, and you can always save 20% by being a part of Club 32. Go to ctmvip.com and uh, join there. And don't forget to check us out on social, Instagram, at CapTheMagic, at TikTok. We are Capture the Magic. And, of course, uh, join the Facebook group, Capture the Magic Community. That's uh, a great place to be. And uh, if you get gotcha. questions about your trip and all that stuff like that, it's a good place to go. So, yep. And, of course, the website, ctm.show. If you want more info and all that stuff, you can just go there and go straight to the website. So, All right. Well, that'll do it for the show. So thank you, Jamie, for joining us thank you as usual of course thank you for listening thank you club 32 who's here with us live as well and as jamie always likes to say we will see you in the parks bye